The message that I want to lay before you on this first Sunday of a new year isn't based on any one particular part of the Scriptures. Uh, That's why I'm using PowerPoint this morning. I want to take you to quite a number of different places in the Bible. And the thing that connects all these verses together is, well, the title that we've put on the screen. Uh, First Things First. I want to direct your attention to different places where the emphasis is upon putting things first. And I don't think there's any better time than the first Sunday of a new year to have a look at our priorities, to reassess the progress that we have made in the year that has just finished and the aspirations and hopes and maybe even the prayers that we have as we go into 2022. There's no doubt that we are living in a society where the predominant attitude seems to be me first. Me first. It's all about my rights and doing things my way. And myself is the most important thing. Me, me, me is not a bad way to sum up today's society. But of course, for those who are the followers of the Lord Jesus, this is a non-starter. It's a contradiction of all that we hold in our faith. I wonder if you remember right at the end of Luke's Gospel, chapter 9, there are three people who come running after Jesus, wanting to be his disciples. And each of them, when Jesus seems to say to them, well, come, follow me. Each of them comes up with an excuse. And the interesting thing about the last two would-be disciples who are mentioned is that they use a little phrase which says, Lord, me first. One man says, Lord, I I would like to follow you, I want to follow you, but I've just bought some cattle, some oxen, and I need to go and try them out first. I think I would have tried them out before I bought them, but that's what he wanted to do. And he said, "I, I will follow you, but Lord, me first. And the other man says, well, uh, I'm desperate to come and follow you, Jesus. But I've 
I, I need to go and bury my father first. To both these men, Jesus makes it quite clear that to say, Lord, me first, are things that just don't go together. All of us, I am assuming here this morning, when we made our initial commitment to Christ, and we made our commitment to the congregations of which we are members and in fellowship, when we made our vows, we said no to me first in order to make other things first. And as we read in Colossians, the supremacy of the Lord Jesus Christ. We were singing about it just after the children's talk this morning. Thou and thou only, first in my heart, high King of heaven, my treasure thou art. So, me first is a non-starter for the disciples of Christ. So what's to be put in its place? Well, that's why I want to direct you to several other parts of the Scripture. And although I don't usually preach using PowerPoint, it seemed good in my mind to have the different verses up on the screen because we're certainly not going to read them all. But you may want to take notice of them uh, and perhaps read them in greater detail later on today. Instead of me first, and I think this one's going to surprise you right away, to the Jew first. Right at the beginning of Romans chapter 1, and before he writes all those 16 chapters of solid Christian truth, the Apostle Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because it is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and also to the non-Jews, the Gentiles. I could take you to a church in Glasgow this morning where they used to have the tradition, I'm not sure they still continue it, but they used to have the tradition that in the first Sunday of a new year they always had a Christian Jew as the preacher. And that was their way of recognizing that as Christians, we owe a tremendous debt to the Jewish people. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God and Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who was a Jew, is our Father too. And I only mention that this morning 
to mark the fact that this is the first Sunday of a new year and we are linked to the Jewish people in a unique sense and we must never, ever forget that. Following on from that, worship comes first. Worship comes first. Surely I don't need to say to a Scottish congregation that the answer to the first question in the Old Scots Catechism, what is the chief end of man? The answer comes back, the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. It's quite significant that the opening phrase of the Bible is a reminder, in the beginning, God. And by our presence in public worship this morning, we are recognizing that. This is the beginning for us. And God is there at the beginning of 2022. No wonder God, when He gave the Ten Commandments to Moses, instructed him to introduce them with the famous words, I am the Lord thy God, which hath brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods beside me. Worship comes first. As human beings, we are made to worship something bigger than ourselves. And there is no one bigger than God. So if you're still in the business of making New Year resolutions, then how about this one as a priority? Make your worship of Him this year the central point around which the rest of your life revolves. Let's move on. Forgiveness comes first. In the Sermon on the Mount, at Matthew 5, and I think in the 23rd verse, in that little reading, Jesus reminds us that being forgiven by God brings with it the responsibility of being forgiving to others. In these verses in Matthew 5, Jesus says, if you are coming to the altar of worship and suddenly you remember that things are not right between you and another person, 
Then, says Jesus, put it right first. And then come to worship. Every time we say the words of the Lord's Prayer, we ask God to forgive us. Forgive us our debts. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our trespasses. Whichever translation you're using. Forgive us our debts. As we forgive those who trespass against us. <coughs> How does God forgive us? Freely? Immediately, totally. And we are to act in the same way to other people. If you're sitting in church this morning and you've got something against another person, then before you can fully experience the freedom and the immediacy and the totality of God's forgiveness flooding your life, you need to put things right with that person. We are to act in the same way to others as God acts towards us. And if we don't do that, then it will act as a barrier between you and God and also hinder your worship and be a blockage in your Christian activity and service. That's a solemn word for the first Sunday of the new year. The kingdom comes first. We've already heard these words this morning. We're going to sing them again later on in the service. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When we use the phrase the kingdom of God, we're speaking about something that is bigger than the church. The church is part of the kingdom of God, but God's kingdom, that's the Bible's way of saying He is in charge over every aspect of our lives, our personal life, all our relationships, our church, our activities, it embraces our responsibility to the wider world. There is nothing over which God is not supreme. As Christians, we are already in the kingdom but there is a greater manifestation of his kingdom yet to be seen on this planet when Christ returns.
Jesus in all his glory. So be it, Lord, thy throne shall never, like earth's proud empires, pass away. Thy kingdom stands and grows forever till all thy creatures own thy sway. Resolve that this new year you will seek to live not merely as a church member, but as a citizen of the kingdom of God. And that brings us to the Bible reading that we had. Christ first. One of the most Christ-exalting passages in the New Testament is what Paul wrote in Colossians 1, verses 15 to 20. And it's in the 18th verse, in magnificent language, Paul sets out the supremacy and the sovereignty of Christ. Verse 18 in Colossians 1, in the Good News Bible translation, puts it very simply and very clearly. It speaks about that he alone might have the first place in all things. Christ first. It sounds even better in the old authorized version that in all things he might have the preeminence. This morning's message in all its different aspects and in this particular passage in particular forces us to ask ourselves at the beginning of the year, what place does the Lord Jesus Christ really have in my life? So the challenge of this coming year is quite simple. Is it going to be me first? Or is it going to be Christ first? And if Christ, who was born of the Jewish nation, deserves our worship and longs to give us his forgiveness and see us pass it on and allows us to enjoy even now all the benefits of the kingdom, those are the two options. What did we say at the beginning? Me is a non-starter. Have you ever heard of John Scully? I know quite a number of you will have done. John Scully used to be the chief executive officer for Pepsi-Cola. And 
he became the CEO at a time when Pepsi Cola was locked in mortal combat with Coca Cola. And John Scully was a mastermind at advertising and marketing techniques. So much so that he ended up making millions for the company and millions for himself as well. It was a very successful career. He was happy in it. He was settled in it. And then one day he met a chap called uh, Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs was very interested in the world of computing. Uh, and he wanted, he wanted to harness John Scully's amazing marketing abilities. And Scully wouldn't move. No, no, I'm, I'm happy where I am. Steve Jobs kept at him. And then one sentence changed everything. Steve Jobs said to him, John, do you want to spend the rest of your life selling sugared water? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Me first is sugared water. Christ first is life-changing and world-changing. Let's pray together. Gracious Father, we do thank you for the great privilege which is ours of being able to gather in public worship on this first Sunday of a new year. And we pray that every Sunday in this coming year will be further opportunity to sing your praises and to hear your words and to do your will. Show us at the individual level how Christ and Christ alone can be first in our hearts. For we ask it in his name. Amen.